Today we are talking to Tom Chapman, the founder of the suicide prevention and awareness charity, the Lions Club Barber Collective. The Lions Club Barber Collective is a group of international barbers that provide an informal way to talk about men's mental health. Tom's idea started off by collecting images for a barber lookbook that would raise money for charity when someone suggested raising awareness for suicide. It hit Tom personally as Tom had recently lost a friend to suicide and he became aware that he didn't know of any charities that were suicide related locally. We hope you enjoy Tom's story of how the Lions Barber Collective has grown and is preventing suicide one haircut at a time. So my name is Tom Chapman. I'm the founder of the Lions Barber Collective. It's a, uh, a charity for men's mental health and suicide prevention. Uh, and it's a collective of barbers uh, now uh, nationally and now globally uh, looking out for those in their chair looking after our clients seeing as they are the most important people in the industry they uh, put the food on the table and, and the uh, roofs over our head and keep our businesses running so it's really important that we don't forget that and look after our clients um i founded it in 2015 um I, it was meant to be a one-off project we created a, a lookbook of uh, men's haircut images uh, something for inspiration for men when they went into the barber shops and uh, could sort of pick an idea of a haircut uh, we did this with a, a group of about 30 top barbers in the UK and, and we were deciding what charity to do it for. I threw it back out to the team and there was lots of charities that I'd heard of, lots of things that had been talked about and things that I was very aware of and I wanted to do something uh, a little bit different, something that hadn't, that I wasn't aware of and hadn't had the recognition or the awareness that it needed. And one of the guys suggested suicide prevention, and that really hit home for me because I'd lost someone to suicide uh, about a year before, and I was unaware that he was even suffering. So it made me think that if uh, I'd been affected by that, and if I, you know, that he would suffer, and that we weren't aware of anything that was actually out there, then how many people out there are suffering or in bereavement or, or struggling by themselves about uh, being aware of what's available to them? So that's why we, we chose uh, suicide prevention. And then uh, I very quickly realized after that that barbers have a unique position within society. And uh, we, we, on average, hairdressers and barbers list on about 2,000 hours a year. So we're, we are pretty much professional listeners. And it's been joked about for a long time, way before I started in the industry, that we are therapists and counselors or poor man psychiatrists. So we are doing it anyway, and we have a lot of empathy and tact in our industry, and there's a lot of skills that aren't probably recognized within the hair industry. Um, so I, I figured perhaps we could uh, develop some training to be able to uh, help the barbers be more successful at helping their clients. Um, we did a lot of stuff with help from sort of Recovery Devon. Uh, we got some funding for some mental health training, uh, mental health first aid, assist training, things like that. And it was two days of training and quite heavy um, and a lot of the barbers and hairdressers are self-employed so for them to find two days and travel to a place as well cost of travel and stuff to do that is uh, very difficult for them and that made me realize that perhaps we do need to deliver our own our own form of training that's a bit more bespoke and uh, uh, available for for barbers and um, so that's where we created two different types we have barber talk live uh, which is our full uh, training it's a half day and it's both mental health awareness training and suicide prevention training as well as a uh, barbering demo. So the, the guys that come along, it's a little bit like the carrot on the end of the stick for the donkey. They come along, they get some industry um, advice and education as well as some mental health education. So they're getting the best of both worlds. They can take a lot back with them. 
And then uh, for all those people that can't make our, our training or have like um, difficulty taking time out of work, um, we, deliv- uh, we developed the Barbertalk Lite, which is an online training platform. Uh, it's, the, it's all based around the same four videos that we created with help from uh, professional psychiatrists um, to make sure that we were giving out the right, correct information, uh, but from a barber's perspective point of view. And anybody can go online and do the Barber Talk Lite, which is available on our website for completely free uh, anywhere in the world. And with the new uh, training that we developed, we made sure it was a little bit more uh, global rather than just UK based. So it's relevant wherever you are in the world. So that's uh, our our idea to train. And it's based around four pillars of recognize. So uh, giving barbers the ability to recognize the signs in their client. We have a a great retention with our clients. They come and see us quite regularly. So we're able to recognize signs quite easily of somebody either maybe gaining too much weight, losing a lot of weight very quickly, not sleeping enough, sleeping too much. Any extreme and change in their personality, we're able to recognize that because of our uh, two, three, four week uh, intervals and seeing them. Um, the next thing we do is we uh, teach them how to ask. So asking the direct questions or the difficult questions that we often avoid. We ask people if they're okay, how are you doing? And people reply, fine, it's sort of in our, um, we're sort of trained to say that people, but it's about if we recognize the signs, asking that second question, are you really okay? Um, do you think you may be depressed? Are you struggling? Are you considering suicide? But also positive questions like what's keeping you going as well? And then once we ask those hard, difficult questions, um, we then, probably the most important part is uh, listen, and listening with empathy and without judgment, not telling people that we know how they feel, um, but telling them that we're willing to listen to them explain how they feel, and we will try to understand about judgment, and, and not jumping in and offering advice and trying to sort of uh, say that we can relate to that. Just let them talk, let them get it off their chest once we give them that green light. Um, and then finally, once we've listened to them and and the last stage is help to help. So we want to help to help our clients um, and colleagues as well find the resources and help that's available to them. We're more of a signposting service and bridging the gap between the communities we serve and the, um, the resources that are available, uh, befriending, listening, and, and passing them on so that we, you know, we're not left holding that ball, uh, a state of panic and worry, and not sure what to do with them in a moment of crisis if that is there. Um, it doesn't always have to be crisis. It may just be preventative, offloading, offering a space for people to be able to open up and offload. That's what we want to be able to produce as many opportunities uh, for, for men to open up and get those things off their chest and hopefully prevent further mental health issues. We also do this by raising awareness. We go to charity events. We go to professional events. And we speak openly trying to reduce the stigma and taboo around, around suicide and mental health and mental ill health. Another thing that we do is we have a pop-up barbershops pop-up safe space and we go to universities workspaces and we have two or three chairs two or three barbers and we provide free haircuts and, and let everybody know that it's a safe space for for those to talk if they wish to uh, we've done this at uh, bristol university which had the highest rate of suicide and it was very successful we had guys sat in the chair and opened up before we'd even started talking about what haircut they wanted the biggest thing is just letting people know it's okay to talk to you and that gives them the green light um, we're looking to do this in lots of areas, uh, anywhere where there's men. Uh, we'd love to do it in places where men are emotionally charged, like, like sporting games, where live concerts, things that get, bring men together and have that uh, unique bond. It's okay to cry and hug the guy next to you when uh, your, your football team wins or loses, but um, 
outside of that stadium, it's, it's not so much acceptable. So we want to be able to get into those places where men are emotionally charged and let them know that it is okay to talk and have that connection with other men. We also do uh, these um, events where we go and, uh, like we're doing Sound International, uh, which is a big hair show, 60,000 people over three days, and we have a slot on stage there where we will be uh, doing a, a live barber talk um, to the crowd and hopefully giving them a bit of awareness uh, to, the, to the industry. Uh, we've just started a new interesting project with uh, HMP and Majesty's Prison Exeter where they set up a, a barber shop in the old tea room. They had four chairs and four mirrors and electric and water, and they reached out to me to come down and open it all the prisoners in there that will be cutting hair have been doing their um, Dunar Barber Talk Light training online to hopefully help them uh, be listeners for the other uh, individuals inside. It's a very difficult space to be in with your struggling with mental health too. Plus it's giving those uh, in there uh, a sense of purpose and a job and something to go to every day. The, the haircuts are 50 pence and everything's going to be donated back to the Lions. Uh, we managed to get a load of stuff donated to us, tools and products and we donated some stuff to make the barbershop look a bit more like a barbershop. And I'm going to be going in there again, doing some look and learn training for the barbers and giving them some mental health awareness. And uh, the guys are going to be able to leave there with uh, a little bit of a skill and hopefully working alongside some other people. Uh, Chris Martin is going to be able to help us locally with those guys finding funding for training when they leave and also uh, a potential to get into barbershops and get a job once they do leave there. So that's a really interesting new project that we're doing. We're also working a lot with uh, innovative technology. Uh, we've been working with a, a company called Payment Pi to be able to deliver um, this new uh, beacon Bluetooth technology, uh, working with four barbershops in the area that will, once they download our app, will be sending out a beacon to their clients when they, when they walk past the shop, when they come in and when they leave to prompt them to look at the Lions Barber Collective look at our training, potentially donate to us, because obviously we need the funds to be able to deliver this training and do all the work we're doing. Um, so we're looking at other ways of doing things uh, that are innovative and forward thinking, uh, using the technology, because people have got their heads in their phones all the time. Let's reach out to them and, and send them the information, and hopefully uh, reach more people. With every uh, conversation and interview that we do, we hope that we reach somebody and potentially help save a life or direct them to look into services that are available to them.